I first met my co-host when she had a syndicated talk show all about sex. Sex with Sue. Sue McGarvey. And I am the Milkman John Milky, host of The Milkman Show, heard on radio stations across North America. And my home base, BlastTheRadio.com. We're glad you're here. Let's get turned on. There she is, Sue McGarvey. Great to connect with you again for Turned On, the podcast. Hey, darling. <laughs> it's going to be great. So Valentine's was fun. Super Bowl was fun. I got an email about it. I'm so excited. Sue at sexwithsue.com if you want to email us. You got, I got a, one. You got an email about the Super Bowl? I got an email about Rihanna. Okay, so everybody oh. watched it and everybody, you know, there was sort of mixed feelings. I know you liked it. I, I actually thought she did a whole, you know, black girl power thing really well. Screw the, you know. I so, thought it was very, she, I mean, it was a very complicated set, but it came off very simple. And you know what? For someone who's with child uh, to be even just that high suspended in the air. Uh, that's impressive. People expected, I think, some sort of wild, I don't know, twerking kind of Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus thing. That's just not who Rihanna is. Well, and last year, you know, like they had J you know, J Lo and Shakira, and they, you know, they had all kinds of yep. cool things, and yep. I think they're trying to compare it, and and so I, I think she nailed it. But I want to talk about the pregnancy bump because I saw it right away, and I'm like, ooh, I thought her kid was only like four months old, and is well, this like apres pregnancy? Because the you yeah, because I went way I, faster than that. I posted about her performance, and then somebody said she's pregnant. I didn't catch the baby bump, and then I couldn't find anything on the net, so I'm like, I better. I better delete that. I better, you know, edit my comment. And sure enough, within moments, here come all the press releases that, yeah, that was her big reveal. I guess in a podcast leading up to her Super Bowl appearance, she said she was going to be there with a very special guest. Wink. Wink. Well, you know what? And somebody wrote me about it and said, Sue, she, her kid's not yet nine months old. How right. can she be that much pregnant? So here's the stats on this. So they were asking about it. And your second pregnancy, you pop, you blossom far more quickly than your first one, but she has to be at least five months pregnant. So maybe, wow. you know, maybe four, you know, if she's showing that easily and maybe she's four and she shows. Well, and isn't the rule of no thumb, you less. typically don't go public until you're three months, right? Absolutely. So she's so. no less like she's no less than four months pregnant. So she would have got pregnant right away. Now, I have a brother who's a year and two weeks younger than I am. Mm. And my mother thought that if you're nursing, you can't get pregnant. And that is not true. It is. It delays ovulation, so you're less likely to get pregnant, but it sure as hell doesn't stop you. And there's lots of those Irish twins, right? You know, siblings that are born less than a year apart. And that happens right after. But if you're if you're doing that, so she would have been and most women take, they say, six weeks until you're able to be sexual again. In my case, like most women I talk to, it's closer to 12. So you're three months before your body's able to be sexual again. And you're usually after that before you're able to conceive and produce, you know, and ovulate right away. So she would have been boom, right when she was available to it and wow. done. So, yeah, she's obviously very fertile. So that's what it means. And it does not doesn't happen always that way. But once you have one, it kind of opens the pathway for more. Must take quite the toll on the body, too. Well, I mean, she's in good shape, so... Yeah, you know. more work than climbing Everest in the first three months because you're building a brain. So, I yeah, guess. so that was it. So, it was a good question. And, yeah. Uh, her, yeah, she came out as F. So, F, thank you for your question. Sue it at sexwithsue.com because we can be anonymous about it. 
And uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was it's quite a thing. And hats off. I hope she has a safe pregnancy. There you go. And if you'd like to uh, text the show instead, we'll keep you anonymous, like Sue said. Uh, 613-604-6464 in Canada and in the States, 941-725-6455. Hey, Sue, I just want to circle back to Valentine's Day, and I know that's a big deal, whatever else, but can we just start calling it what it actually is? What? It's the foreplay for my birthday. That's what it is. <laughs> I thought you said it's just about the heart-shaped brownies that your your, <laughs> your darling has made for you, which I thought was super cute. Uh, I didn't get that, or I wasn't that organized. It is cute, but I'm, I'm just like, I just, I need to get back into a healthy shape, and there's just, I got no hope, right? Christmas, and then all of a sudden you're into Valentine's Day, and then it's my birthday, and it's my dad's birthday, and... <sighs> Yep. More cushion, less that. pushing for yours, Julia, I guess, Sue. All right. You've got um, a great piece you want to discuss here. Fun things you can do in bed. I think that's so good. So I've been I've been collecting sort of ideas and some of it was for Valentine's Day. But I think this idea that it's not simply lighting a candle. Right. You know, I remember remember hearing that from clients going, my doctor said, I, you know, I'm not having much sex. I should simply light a candle. And I'm like, that just makes me want to run screaming into the night. It's It's crappy advice. So what can you do? And there's this whole thing. I like sex roles. I like if you really want to up the the attraction, it's work on your energies and work on your sex roles. And that means if your guy, you know, put on the, the shoulder pads, do something masculine, you know, grow a five o'clock shadow, um, work on doing, you know, like you go out and oh, I'm going to fix something. It's that it's doing energy <laughs> for women. If for women, it's actually I'm boundaries. laughing because my dryer's broken for like the fourth time in as many months. Uh, uh, boundaries for women. If you say this is how it's going to go and this is what happens because, you know, guys push on boundaries. And if you can put some limits around that and you do it in a way talking about feeling energy and you wear those, you know, put put on pink or wear something far more frilly or far more feminine than you normally would. Your partner's like, hmm, really? How do we have time for a... Uh, you know, for a little afternoon delight here. So it's, what's it's, what's the subliminal message there or not so subliminal message there? Just that I'm I'm trying to change things up. Is that what that's about? Well, I think it's the idea that you want to objectify your partner. You want to get your sexy underwear on. You want to, um, you know, start rethinking about them sexually. I, you want to try things. I always say develop a signature move. I was once on a train from Toronto with the guy that wrote that episode of Seinfeld. His sister was the producer and I sat beside him on the train about the move, you know, the Seinfeld move right. where he, you know, yeah, he said okay. he had had two of them. He would never had to work again. Anyway, really interesting discussion. But that, you know, we get a clip from Seinfeld, you know, where you do the signature move and come up with one that's yours, right? It also signals sex, right? You want to, I have dirty words on my fridge magnets. And so I know if do. the words, of course I do. I know if the words are changed, hmm. There's some maybe some action in that, right? I have a thing on my Sex with Sue website, which is 50 erotic things to do. Okay. Right? Everybody's interested in sensation play. Cold gel, warming gel, different kinds of things. There's something called fornophilia, which is different, you basically human furniture, using somebody as a footstool or you're having sex in different places. Okay, and being now we're into my realm. <laughs> now we're into the BDSM world, right? Right. So that part's fun. And to be able to try it on different sides, to understand that the left side of the body is far more sensitive than the right side. So you want to get a feather and just work on one side, you know, not the other. 
right? I had no idea. You know, you, I know, right? Okay. Yeah, it's to try different things and to know, like I always get there, there's these soaps you can order on Amazon that are basically writing pencils, but they wash off and they, you know, they get lathered, I don't know, made with like ink and soap. I don't know what they have. Probably some, you know, some bad, something bad for you. I don't know because they're on Amazon, but you can write naughty words all over your partner and then wash them off. It'll be good. I'm going to talk about loofahs later in the show and uh, we can tell you what you can do with the loofahs. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, I can't wait for that conversation. <laughs> I, I, You know, weeks ago, you let me know there's a ring I should have been wearing for ages, which I now am, and, and now the loofah conversation. So that's a nice little tease, by the way, for that coming up. It is Turned On, the podcast. If people have questions, again, the email address is... Sue at sexwithsue.com. I love our little preamble before we actually roll tape, tape, <clears throat> before we actually roll, before we actually record the podcast. How old am I that I use terms like roll tape? Um, giraffe sex is is on okay. my list of things that Sue wants to discuss on the show today. Okay, let's talk about giraffe sex, Sue. Well, you know, giraffes are one of the few mammals that don't go into heat. Like like humans don't go into heat. We have, you know, you don't, you, we, we ovulate, but there is no obvious trigger of when we ovulate. You know, women will know I can actually feel it on one side or the other. It feels like a ping. I have a girlfriend who actually can see the egg sac in her discharge. Um, you'll wow. usually have a good hair day. It's 14 days before the start of your next period, but you don't, you can't signal to it. But I was saying that, that strippers get double the tips on the days that they're ovulating because they smell better. They smell different. It's really, it's a clinical thing. So giraffes really? apparently uh huh, are one of these mammals that don't tell you when they're in heat. So what they do, what they do is the male will bend down and he can only do it because it's, it's, because it's, it's dangerous for them because they get low and he'll kind of nudge her and encourage her to pee. And then it's the scent in the urine only when he nudges her that will trigger whether or not she's in heat. And if, if like he tries to do this and she's like piss off, she is not receptive at all. No pun intended, right? No pun intended. Mm -hmm. So that whole thing. So basically they are smelling urine. It's a whole thing. So, and I, so I was looking at sort of the best, the most interesting things in animal sex, right? Most typical garden snails. They are, they're hermaphrodites. They have both sexes. So instead of, you know, what they do is they impregnate each other. So they have sex, they impregnate each other. I know. So the next time you're about to squish wait, 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 garden, you, you mean they impregnate themselves? No, they impregnate each other. So they have male and female genitalia, and the other one has male and female genitalia. So they kind oh. of do the original 69. Only oh, so I'm impregnating you and you're impregnating me. Yes. Okay. Yes. Isn't that cool? So your typical garden right. snail. Yeah. All right. So bees, I'm a beekeeper. Actually taking my bee course again. I I've seen you in a bee bonnet. I know I'm okay. a beekeeper. Anyway, it's uh, but I'm actually redoing a, a bee course that I have done. But it's it's you know it's the reminded of the 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 queen goes out and she mates once in her life. She does between ten and twenty drones, which are the male bees, a day for four or five days, and then she has enough sperm in her body to lay two thousand plus eggs a day for four years. That's so she, wait, 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 back that up. She she mates once in her life with once in her life 20 with, with or probably so. 20, 30, something like that. How many drones? So she and she goes out a few days and she's hoping to get as much sperm as she can. And when they impregnate her, it rips the penis off and the, the male bees die and fall to the ground and they're done. 
So that's what happens with bee sex. Yeah, I know. That was really hot for a minute there until the penis (laughs) fell off. (laughs) <laughs> Until the penis fell off, yeah. right? Right, as opposed to you know, as opposed to praying mantises, which you should eat their head. Well, and, there's that. Which yeah, triggers ejaculation, and yeah, I just think it's it's interesting ways to you know to know how hmm. to. I know, but I thought the giraffe thing. Apparently, they couldn't figure it out when they went into heat, and it's all about giraffe pee. So, so it's, I, it's, it's the old that, golden shower, your, right? It's the old golden yeah. shower. That's that is your that is your unusual sex fact of the day. All right, next up, going off script for better orgasms. Mm. So they're saying that, you know, the orgasm divide, which is guys come, they come easily, they come regularly, women, not so much. I met a woman on uh, Super Bowl Sunday at the Super Bowl party who said she has lots of orgasms by herself, has never, she's in her 50s, never had an orgasm where somebody else was in the room. Right. Happens more often than you think. And how do you get past that? I like the scream cream and the arousal creams. I think they help. But it's this idea that you need to go off script and meaning that it's not just the same thing. More women are interested in kinky sex, in adventurous sex than people have any idea. It's also understanding the clitoris, right? The clitoris is more than just a pea size gland and it has a gland and it has a foreskin. But the, the truth or false thing, does it have a shaft? It actually doesn't. So when you say to people, you know, the size of the clitoris is the, is the size of a pea, you're like, no, it's the size of a wishbone, quite thick legs that go down and understanding that some women are aroused at, you know, 12 o'clock at the clitoris, some it's three o'clock and that is their spot. Okay. So I'm, I've always advised people to, you know, take a crochet hook or take a, you know, just a pointer, a end of a pen. And when you're with a new partner, just touch them in different spots and go scale of one to three. Three means it's like a medical O-M-F-G. exam, like when they there's that little boop thing on your knee. Yeah, see I think you should do. I think you should do that and find out what where they're the most sensitive. Because so often so the, the, the playing thing. the doctor thing for this is that the first date, second date, third date. Where where does that happen? <laughs> I think if you're starting to explore, you should find out if your partner. And I think before sex, before ten sexual encounters, what where the spots are that really make them nuts ask them what what's where's where's your erogenous zones and to be for women they will not know they may not know around that so it's going off script and asking different spots and saying that their inner lips and outer lips are right at the perineum at the bottom of their vagina or anally or you know at the top of their bum or right around their vulva i know one woman she says she has to have her outer labia lips pulled in order for her to reach orgasm i have another girlfriend who says if she does not have anal stimulation she will not come so this oh god i got a million questions just based on all the facts you just gave us i'm amazed that you say a a lot of people are are much more adventurous and kinky than you think because i have not encountered that i i keep encountering um people just this is this is uh, uncomfortable for me to even think about going beyond that and i guess that's where my question is do people not have great orgasms because they hold themselves back. They, they they get caught up in their minds and they just they can't free themselves to get to that point where they're going to have a great orgasm. Or what arouses them is really scary to them. Like it's taboo or it's things that like it's it's non-consensual sex in their head. I'm not ever saying it in reality, but in your head is very different. Like you can have sex with, you know, multifaceted aliens it's never going to happen in reality, but in your head is really Well, hot. I don't know. With all these balloons around these days, Sue, there's a lot of 
possibility to that, you know? <laughs> you never know. But the idea is you want to have, you want to give yourself permission to try it. What I am saying is in, out, repeat if necessary. Kiss, go to boobs, go down, pack a lunch, shove it in, finish is for a lot of women not working. So understand what is desire, understand clitoral. Somebody says it's, you know, like it's poking the baby hole. You know, we don't want to just poke the baby hole. We want to do other things because most women can't reach orgasm that way. Some women do. So you have to ask. And then it's saying, and for a lot of women want adventurous, and it may not be kinky for you because you're thinking kinky. I'm thinking, I want to do it in different places. I want mm-hmm. I want to have sex rolling around from here to eternity in the beach wash. I want to go up against a tree. I, I you know my favorite Valentine story was a friend who had her husband made a you know basically said come we'll have a walk in the woods. She's like it's cold in February. I don't want to go for a walk in the woods, but he had pre-set up, you know, a, a you know, a sort of a fire and a picnic and and then they he had the blanket, the big furry blanket and they had sex in the woods and I'm thinking, "Oh man, like that's every all the women I know went that would be uh, a late so night great. walk in the dog park, and I'm going to tell you, we weren't the only ones around. Uh huh. So there you go. I bet you she, if you ask your partner, bet you she'll say it's in the top twenty most memorable sessions she's had. Maybe in the top ten, right? So you want to go ones that are memorable, that are different, and that's what I mean by adventurous. Go off script and understand, and then again, use your pen and poke different spots and go, does this work? Does this work? Where does this, how does this feel? And you may feel like your science experiments have put on your white lab coat and treat it like okay, that. But you're really counting on the female partner, in my case, the female partner, to really just, just let go of everything and just open your mind. Not indifferent to the conversations that you and I have had in the past regarding you know what it takes for some people just to get to that point where they can squirt, right? Because apparently it right. feels a lot like the same sensation when you have to go pee and they yes, fight like that, that because yes. it feels like pee and they don't want that to happen. And Yeah. So you have to get a puppy pad and have to have really emptied your bladder ahead of time. And you know that anything coming out that is not urine because you couldn't give a urine sample on, on a dare. So that piece, but it's also <laughs> to say, all right, I'm, I'm going to be able to. And so for a lot of women, I, you know, people ask me, what do you do? I'm like two glasses of red wine and some chocolate. Dark chocolate is the best source of dopamine, yep. the darkness yep. that you can have. So dip in some in strawberries if it's not sweet enough for you and take some dark chocolate. I have a girlfriend who swears by those gummies. She's saying, if you don't have gummies, I can't relax enough. I can't get out of my head, relax enough to do that. So a little bit of THC. Okay. Is is apparently quite the thing. And it's, you know, it's it's actually better for your body than two glasses of red wine. So understanding what you need to get there. I want to be embalmed in the screen cream. I find it just opens everything up and you're way more orgasmic. So you can go on on sexwithsue.com, Google like there's a search thing, search screen cream, the recipe's up there. Scream so, cream. Yeah. Scream. Okay. Like, ah, yeah, have a look and, and let's let's go off script and have more orgasms, God damn it, because that's a public service. God damn it. Sue McGarvey at sexwithsue.com uh, is the website again. And this is Turned On, the podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, and please subscribe. That means you get the latest episodes pushed automatically to your device. And uh, just let us know you're here. Leave us a review. Leave us some comments and rate us if you would. We teased this kind of early on in the podcast. I can't wait for this conversation. Okay, so I, I just 
I should have known about the ring. By the way, I noticed Ashton Kutcher the other night on um, mm-hmm. James Corden had the uh, dark ring on his right hand. They are notorious. He and Mila Kunis yeah. are uh, rumored to be yeah. very rumored open be. in their relationship. So I saw the ring I, and I was like, okay, I'm starting to see yeah. it a lot more pop up. So I learned something from you on that. Now, apparently, there's a thing, and I guess it started in Florida, the <laughs> loofah <laughs> sponge. Okay, so the villages is they call it Florida's friendliest hometown. It's a it's a large community, like okay. like yeah, like twenty thousand homes. Like it's huge. And what part of Florida? And it's got it's uh, central Florida, sort of north of Lakeland, kind of in the middle. Okay. Um, but villages, and it's it was basically a fifty five plus community. Well, Florida's considered got the biggest swing community in North America. And they have more swing clubs and events. And, and yet, I'm on the air in Sarasota, Florida, where every New Year's Eve they do not a ball drop, but a pineapple drop. And anytime I giggle about that, people look at me like, why is that funny? What's like, they, is it just them pretending they don't know? Because no, no, I think that Florida is, think, and you know, you're talking about eight to 10% of the population. True. And then eight percent, you know, that's, that's what it is. And that's still the biggest group. So, it's not everybody, but what's going on is there's this whole new thing. You know the loofahs you get at the dollar store that you scrub yourself with? Yeah, yeah. They come in different colors. Well, apparently, if you in Florida is a thing that all every second person has something attached to their, you know, antenna, mainly because they work at, you know, the team rodent, the the Disney with the little ears, and they have these little things, these balls. So anybody who's a sort of a Disney employee or a Disney member that has an all pot you know, park pass has these little um, things you put on their antenna with little Disney ears in different colors and whatever. I've done so radio contests before it. where people put you know, like certain colored balls or whatever else on their antenna yeah. and drive around right. and hope you get so spotted. This is, this okay. Is what it is. It's All right. big in Florida. So if you have different colored loofah sponges <laughs> on your antenna, it means different things. Okay. So if you're white, you're a newbie, you're new to swinging. If you're purple, you're a voyeur. Please let me watch. If you're okay. pink, you're interested in soft swap, which is um, you know same room. Soft swap is everything else but intercourse. It's oral. It's right. touching. It's right. let's just. I want to play in the same room. Let's just dabble. Blue is full swap, meaning include intercourse, but it means you're newish at that, and you're just like ah. So you're still so in the same you room. Your partner, their partner. Yeah, you okay. or you may want to be more friends before you're you know game on. Sure. Yellow means is uh, is uh, for those who having a bit more fun, but is you know are still don't feel like they're full on indiscriminate swingers. Indiscriminate swingers. I met one in. Uh, a bunch of people when I was at Keto, but the most memorable one was the guy walking around with his wife and an iPad and with a calendar and was booking on the hour. Didn't want to know your name, just wanted to know your room number. <laughs> on the hour? Jo- oh, yeah. On the hour. I was in Desire, met somebody. Like who, he's going uh, room I, to room? Hi? No, no. He was walking the beach just saying, hey, do you want to play? And what, you know, do you, and is an hour enough? And what's your room number? Are you interested? Like indiscriminate. Let's just let we're just going to go. Okay. We're just going to. Oh yeah, we're going to go and fuck. That's what I, they ha- wanted. I have to get to Hito. Jeez. I know. And then the second one I had, I met at Desire and he said, yep, legit. He was talking to me. And he said, are you interested in getting a bed? And I'm like, no. What are you talking about? He's like, no, I came with 144 condoms. I fully expect to use them. Um, no offense, but I'm you know, if I haven't, you know, if we haven't sort of come to a conclusion in 15 minutes, I need to move on. 
Yep. And I went, oh, and so that those people would have a black sponge. Okay. So the lupus sponge on their thing would be black. Game on. I'm good for anything. I want to be at the bottom of the puppy, like the the, the big pile of puppies where there's arms and legs, the orgy, the snake ball, whatever you want to call it, the yep. orgy thing. Yep. That's them. They're they're black. So they're blue, yellow, black. Different depending on which levels you are. I think that's too complicated, but basically DT, DTF, right? I just love and that there are people driving around with loofah sponges on their antennas. I know. And you, and the last you, one, somebody's got to walk up and say, what is that about? Right? And, oh, it, I know. And you have to answer it, which, you know, and makes you to answer it. the person asking probably feel really uncomfortable. And I love that. Anyway, last one. Yeah. Go ahead. Teal means you're bisexual. So, okay. which, is, which is good because it's starting because for a while there was only bisexual women, not bisexual men. But if you have a teal one, either way, if you see a loofah, on somebody's car, I'm like, take a picture, send it to us. Like, we have to know. I have not seen it, but there's the, all these articles about it right now. So I think I may have to. I'm going down to Florida, definitely in April. I may be in March. I will. I'm good. I'm thinking I may have to do a trip to the villages just to drive around. It's- oh, I especially can't wait to roll the RV in there now, Sue. <laughs> yes, you'll be very popular. Uh, fun conversation always we try and get a podcast out once per week uh, and we really 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 encourage you to ask questions uh, neither one of us are shy about this sue comes from the clinical side of things and the life side of things i'm kind of the silly goofy uh, pervy one although sue admits to being pervy as well uh, but if you've got questions sue how do they get in touch Sue at sexwithsue.com. And speaking of pervy, join our pervy book club. Yes. The pervy book club. Yes. Go to Sex with Sue. There has all the details. It's free and you get a free book and we get to talk about smut. Can't wait. That's <laughs> a great word. Sue McGarvey, always a great conversation. I look forward to the next one. Mwah. Mwah.